Hi, dude. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Quick Fix Podcast. I'm Forrest Hammond II, and here you'll get proven information to increase success and improve in every area, including finance, leadership, and relationships. Better information equals better thinking, and that guarantees better results. You just have to change what's going into your brain. Now it's time to get your quick fix. This is the Quick Fix Podcast. Quick Fix! Brothers and sisters, I do declare unto you that the enemy of your success, your enemy hidden in plain sight, that enemy is comfort. Comfort is the enemy. Can I get an amen? Now, that's not a sermon you'll normally heard preached on Sunday, but I will preach it over and over again. Welcome back to The Quick Fix. And I just have been thinking about comfort. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable right now. I, uh, you know, I'm comfortable eating too many bowls of ice cream. I'm comfortable in you know, my house, maybe even in my personal growth. And it feels nice to be comfortable. But is that how we're supposed to be? And I think of comfort, it can be a good thing. We we want to be comforted. But I think being comfortable or sedentary, and there's a few other words that I've thought of in relation to this, I think it's very dangerous for us. And comfort is the enemy to success. I'll tell you why. But first, if you think about the opposite of comfort, to me, it's action. And Winston Churchill says there is no time for ease and comfort. It is the time to dare and endure. Now, you could say, oh, you know, oh, Winston Churchill, well, he was ready. And, um, you know, of course, he said that because it was the time of World War II. Well, true, but that was at the latter part of his career. It was the latter part of everything he was, the latter part of his life. And if you look at the first part of his life and see what did he do to get there, he wasn't sedentary. He was a man of action. He multiple times had uh, stretched himself to become something more. And um, you know, he, um, him as a British statesman, and he had done that once already. So he was coming back a second time for more, stretching himself and saving pretty much everybody in, in World War II. The actions that he took had a massive effect on and turning the war, him not, um, you know, bending to the will of Adolf Hitler. Pretty amazing. So action there made the difference. So another British statesman said it this way. Uh, Benjamin Disraeli said, action may not always bring happiness, but there is no happiness without action. So I'd like to, I mean, you should see my desk right now. It's, it's really fun when a topic like this comes around for me. And it, it, pretty much most of the time it is for a, for a podcast episode. But when I get really fired up and it's like, very exciting. It just, it hits right. You know, you can feel that maybe in sports or something, but I have four or five books sitting here on the desk and it looks like crazy town, but I just have a lot of input from different people that really help to form this idea of comfort is the enemy. And so 
think of what Benjamin Disraeli said. Now you can say, um, you know, let's look to Les Giblin in how to have confidence and power in dealing with people. And dealing with people is a major part of comfort. When we reach a certain comfort level, we can restrict ourselves in our job, in our social life, in um, our family even. And, you know, that can affect relationships. It could affect whether or not, you know, we meet someone special um, if we're not putting ourselves out there, which is tough. You have to stretch yourself and really, um, you know, work on those people skills to, you know, not look strange in front of someone that you like. And if you do recover from it or, um, you know, just play it off cool. Like I did, of course. Um, but Les Giblin said in this book, knowledge plus application equals success. Now I have happened upon, um, the idea, you know, well, you always hear knowledge is power. And I don't like that phrase, applied knowledge is power. So I say knowledge plus action is success. So again, action is the catalyst for success, for all good things. It is the only way to overcome the enemy, which is comfort. Now, actually, if comfort is the enemy, and I know one of the other things that I've learned um, from Orrin Woodward talks about the only way to overcome fear is through action, which I found to be a truth in my life. When I started getting to sales and um, working to learn that craft, it, it was really tough a lot of times to stretch myself to make that next phone call or, you know, especially cold calling, which is very tough over the phone, door to door. But if you are comfortable not doing that, of course, I'm comfortable not calling, you know, brand new people out of the blue and asking them to take a look at my product. But if you get comfortable being uncomfortable, then how do you do that? It's through action, obviously. And the only way to overcome fear is through action. So look at anything in your life that may be uncomfortable for you. You could see that at the heart of that, if you really dig to uncover, why is this uncomfortable for me? Is it public speaking? For a lot of people, that is. And you could look at it right away. Oh, yeah, I'm, I have a fear of speaking in front of people. What is the only way that you're ever going to overcome that? You have to start speaking in front of people. So it's kind of a tough pill to swallow because, you know, you really have to challenge everything. And sometimes it's tiring, but that's how you gain success. And, you know, you take a break, be comfortable for a little bit, enjoy the fruits of your labors, but make sure not to let that comfort get a hold of you and drag you down. I think of from Star Wars... There is a creature called the Sarlacc, and a Sarlacc in the original trilogy was um, on the desert planet of Tatooine, and, you know, we know that's where Jabba's palace was, and they're taking Han and Luke and, you know, all these traitorous people um, to and, and um, Chewie to throw them into the pit of the Sarlacc where something like they'll, you know, live out a thousand lifetimes being tortured in this pit of this beast. And um, in the, what they do is they have these uh, sand cruisers and they take them above this giant pit. And if you look down in the pit, it has tentacles that will grab you and pull you in 
which Lando Calrissian found out about. And then inside the pit, it has like these spines that everything is built to just drag you in and keep you in. And then, of course, torture you, which Boba Fett found out about. And so the Sarlacc, it's actually a creature beneath the surface of the sand. But you only see like the tentacles and the spines that are above the surface. And so if you look at fear, most oftentimes it's, you know, something hidden beneath that surface. It's, it's something to drag us down in. And the only way you have to blow up your rocket pack and climb out. That's the action that requires you to destroy this Sarlacc beast that is keeping you held in, um, you know, in comfort, in uh, fear of of the success that you could have. So you need to identify your Sarlacc and then identify your rocket pack. What is going to kill whatever the fear is, kill your comfort, kill the fear to overcome that comfort with, which is action. And, um, you know, this is not just for people that are working to gain their success. This is for people in every area of, the success journey. So, you know, whatever success looks like for you, if it's building a business, if you're just at the start, if you've just built a, let's say it's a multi-million dollar business and you have the house you want, you live where you want, um, you get to spend tons of time with your family. Like you've kind of gotten to where you're feeling good. You have kind of the things that you set out to get and you're a definition of success. You can still be um, in this beginning journey of, you know, fear, maybe you, you become f- afraid of losing what you've gained and having that fear can be a huge detriment and a tripping point for you to where you could lose it all. Um, and you know, you could get that comfort zone. So the comfort zone is very, um, devious. It's very easy to slip into just like the Sarlacc pit, all the sand, it equally drags you down just like the Sarlacc tentacles. So another word that we could use for comfort, that could be the sand, it could be the Sarlacc, either one, uh, it could be apathy. And apathy is hyper dangerous as well. Um, the, you know, the, the definition I would have to say of apathy is someone just like the comfort. It's a, it's a natural human instinct according to, um, David Bird in the Tripping Point of Leadership. And the definition is a natural human instinct that consistently encourages us to seek a comfort zone where nothing can ever change. And that's from the book, The Tripping Point of Leadership uh, by David Bird. And I really like that because he talks about it as a natural human instinct. And he also gives the things to overcome it, but it is comfort. It's looking for that comfort zone where... You know, if you've gained your success, nothing could change, or you found comfort even in a moderately uncomfortable zone, and you just want to remain there. And he talks about how um, the what things that can help you overcome apathy. So attitude, action, and accountability are the things that help overcome apathy. But before you can overcome apathy, you need to be aware that it's even there. So again, David Bird says, I have learned that until a person gains an awareness of how the forces of apathy work, 
to impede effectiveness, behavioral change and improvement are out of the question. So you can't change if you don't know what, what it is you need to change. And I think that just takes us looking inward and making sure that we're self-aware. And that can come in many different forms, but you need to make sure that you're out of that comfort zone. So definitely the genesis of apathy and comfort, I think we can look back at, um, you know, generations past and, you know, you look at pioneers and pilgrims and people who built this country, they weren't comfortable. They weren't apathetic. They were hard workers. Hard work was normal. And it's kind of this recent, you know, few generations where, and there's some all throughout time that were apathetic and comfortable. Um, you know, you could even say lazy. I, I don't necessarily think people that are apathetic or comfortable are always lazy, but you that are listening to this are an elite group of people. I feel because you're looking to improve yourself. You're looking to gain success through those quick fixes. And, you know, you could be comfortable. I know I'm comfortable in a lot of areas. So it could just be individual things. It could be, you know, you're crushing it at work. Maybe your personal professional development, you're just spot on and you're hitting it. Maybe, um, you know, you're really, really fit physically. And maybe, you know, you're a little soggy on your reading or, you know, me, I'm a little bit better at the reading side, a little bit soggy around the midsection. And so you, you just have to look at the areas of comfort you are because a lot of people that are comfortable that have gained apathy have success and it creeps in, like I talked about earlier, once we've gained that success, it kind of creeps in and kind of holds us there to where we're not necessarily lazy, but we get comfortable in that area to where you're not really moving forward, which if you're not growing, you're dying. So you have to be careful in that area of comfort. So I really like how Simon Sinek described this in Leaders Eat Last. Fantastic book. Simon Sinek is just amazing in the things that he talks about, but he brought up something called the Whitehall Studies. And I guess scientists in Britain, and I'm really into Britain in this, and Star Wars, apparently this episode, but uh, they set out to look at a link between an employee's place in the, the uh, corporate ladder and stress. And it, there wasn't necessarily a correlation of higher on the ladder to higher stress. It was actually the opposite. And which I think is interesting because like that um, YouTube video, I think I talked about a couple episodes back, stress, so another individual that had done this study on stress, that stress actually, people that learn to manage it are successful people because, um, you know, they they see that stress actually assists them to be better. You think of, you know, people that are highly successful in sports. And, you know, you look at Michael Jordan, for instance, he had high levels of stress, I'm sure, during, you know, the game where I don't, I don't remember which game the year it was, but he was playing the, the Utah Jazz and he had the flu and a fever of like, you know, 103 and it was an amazing game and he crushed it. Was he stressed? Yeah, I bet so. But he was he's able to channel that 
and utilize it for good. So it may, because your body is more geared to dealing with that stress, maybe I'm just putting out a hypothesis here, but uh, disclosure for you is I'm not a scientist, but in this uh, study, it came out that, um, that the, the imbalance between the effort we give and the reward we feel or less control is more stress. And so he breaks it down. I mean, it's a great book. You should definitely read it because he breaks down, you know, having that lack of control and, you know, back to he, he um, even brings in like, you know, early caveman and like how we've progressed and developed and, you know, social circles and different things like that. But I think that's interesting to say that less control equals more stress, because if you look at the high achievers or the people higher in the ladder, you may think, you know, oh, more stress, you know, they may have spikes in stress, but they control themselves. They control how they handle things, the inside, the turmoil they use as fuel rather than something to drag them back, like a parachute behind them. The Sarlacc is not dragging them down. They put it in their fuel tank and use it to fly on out. So, you know, we just need to use those, the, the stressful moments, those hard things as fuel. So I'm not trying to simplify Simon Sinek's uh, book just that because it's much more broad. It's much more complete. But I think if we can just really examine ourselves and see what is making us comfortable what is the catalyst of our apathy and our desire to stay in this comfort zone? And what can help us realize, you know, give us that awareness. And, you know, it's sometimes I think of when my wife points out something that may be, um, you know, some, some negative thing that I have, whether it's, you know, crazy erratic driving or, you know, did I kind of raise my voice to my kids or something? Why do I get defensive? Why is that my immediate reaction? And to me, it's because it's a blind spot. It's something that I didn't realize was a problem. And then for someone to point it out, I kind of lash out irrationally to protect myself which is silly, especially when it's coming from my wife, because she's doing it at, from a place of kindness. And yeah, I think it's important, you know, we've talked about mentors on here before and having people around you to help you grow and have that success. This is an easy fix for you. If you have somebody like that, that can point out those areas for you, then you don't have to focus so much on the awareness factor. You can instead spend your time figuring out your action and your accountability and what is your responsibility in relation to those. I think that will quickly, more quickly help you overcome the comfort zone that you've fallen into. Sometimes it's more shallow than others. Sometimes you got a baby Sarlacc. Sometimes you got a big old granddaddy Sarlacc that has just sucked you in and you're just really enjoying your comfort level. Now, it doesn't mean you got to go and start a business or, you know, have triplets or, you know, something to get you out of your comfort zone just to do it. But I do find that sometimes I need 
a little kick in the pants proverbially, proverbially. And to do that, I mean, it's looking at what what's the, the need. And so for me, I've always, you know, wanted to public speak. And it wasn't necessarily something something that was comfortable for me, but it was something that I found, you know, people that were successful were speaking in public. They were sharing ideas with people and, you know, podcasting was an opportunity for me to speak to people in a way that, you know, I was, it was raw. I um, came out and I was unshielded in a way. My my personal life and professional life had kind of collided and I was exposing it for other people to hear. <laughs> and sometimes it's not comfortable to share things about yourself, but I knew that it was something I had to do to grow and it was something that would help me reach my goals. So what is that for you? Quick fix for the day, examine or have someone else examine for you and be careful on that one. The areas that you need a little bit of push where you're apathetic, where you're comfortable. And remember, comfort is the enemy. So if you can find the action that will help you, then that's, I mean, that's the first step you can do. Benjamin Disraeli said, again, I think this is important to remember, action may not always bring happiness, but there's no happiness without action. So, you know, my not pan out all the time, depending on the action, especially the intent behind it. But we cannot have that happiness. We cannot have that success without action. And, you know, whether that's a business, developing yourself personally, starting a relationship, no action, no success. So get out there, get out of your comfort zone, blast out of your Sarlacc. And for all you fellow nerds out there, this is the way and you can do it. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Quick Fix podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe and we'll talk to you next time. Quick fix.